Come along quietly or not. You can have all the talent in the world and never get anywhere. Some artists make a hope let you fight upon it. And now, without further ado, Hello again, friends. This is Albert Shivers, and this is episode 11 of the Planet Shivers podcast. I can hardly believe that I made it up to 11. Uh, The first 10 episodes have been a lot of fun, and um, we're kind of in between guests now. So um, right now I'm just going to do like a a freelance, freeform episode, sort of a jazzy solo kind of an episode. It'll either... Be a John Coltrane solo or a Jack Benny solo. So this can go either way. And if it goes off the rails, just, you know, skip to a better episode. So, um, just going to start off and talk a little bit about what, what I've been up to here. Um, going to, well, I'm planning for um, a bunch of new art shows coming up um, next month in October. I'm going to be having, um, I'm going to be working along with Main Couture, which I hope I pronounced right, which is a fashion line um, that I'm friends with the um, creator of. Um, she's going to be having a fashion show in Manhattan, and she wants some art to um, jazz up the place. So um, we're working out the details of um, being able to have my art on the walls for this show. Um, so that should be really cool. You know, we're just right now just trying to work out. Which pieces are going to go in, which pieces fit the style of the show, and that whole bit. So um, that's exciting and, and a, a process like anything else, but it um, should be good and I'll keep everybody up to date on that. Also, in the vein of art stuff, um, since the last podcast, a lot of my artwork is now on firstdibs.com. Um in July, I did an art show at The Hub, which is um, uh, an event space and gallery on Staten Island, my hometown. It was my first art show in my home hometown. And um, the reason for the show was to showcase um, Anthony Bellamy's Tony Bellamy um, does... A show for um, it, it goes on YouTube and it's on regular TV too, called Just Coolin'. And what it is is um, it's a jazz-related show where um, Tony focuses on a particular classic jazz artist, does a bit of a documentary background on them, and also fits in some music videos on the artist as well as some newer music videos that have to do with jazz. Um, for the show I was at, um, Tony did a, uh, a showcase on, on the singer Betty Carter, which was really nice. Um, but he, he shows um, these episodes sometimes at this place, The Hub, which is a great venue. They have events all the time. Should definitely check it out. And um, right in my home neighborhood, it was. Didn't even know I was there, um, which is West Brighton, Staten Island. But it was right, right there, less than 10 minutes away from where I grew up, which was really cool. But while I was there, 
Um, I met this great lady, um, Roz Joseph, who does a lot of work in the arts, very knowledgeable about the arts, and um, she works on this website, First Dibs. And um, meeting her at, at this show, um, I got to show her my portfolio, talk to her a little bit about what I'm doing, the ink drawings, the collage, and, and, and the balance in between those two things. And um, lucky enough, uh, she was interested in a lot of what I was doing. And um, her and I worked together since then. I think this was the 14th of July was that show. Her and I have worked together since then in order to... Um, get the art online, again, like this fashion show, choose the right pieces that people would be interested in, and get them online. Um, some of the pieces that are on there are the originals that are for sale, which is rare for me to do, so jump on that. Um, and a good amount of the pieces are also prints. Um, some of them are older, and some of them are brand new. Um, the, the, the pieces that are on there span from 2015 to currently 2019 um so that's really cool uh and there'll be more pieces going up there you know uh with each week that passes um i think right now there's like between 10 and 15 um that bounce between collages and the ink drawings um really the cream of the crop is what made it on there and there's going to be some new ones going on there soon so I'll also keep you guys up to date on that. That is firstdibs.com. Um, just type in Albert Shivers and you'll find me. There's also like tons of, of other cool art. Um, not just, you know, like art on paper or paintings. Um, there's a lot of sculpture. Um, a lot of lists, all sorts of art. It's worth, really worth going through the whole site. Um, even if you're not interested in buying anything, just to see all the different things that are on there, excuse me, is, is, is really cool. Alright, um, so this past weekend, um, I went to a town near Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, and in this town is um, a drag strip called Maple Grove Raceway. Now, it's no secret by now, I guess to anybody who knows me out there, that I'm a big auto racing fan. Um, if you've been on the YouTube channel, or my Instagram, um, or the Twitter, it's no secret. Uh, big fan of auto racing, mainly stock car racing, but um, this past weekend, I went to an NHRA drag racing event at Maple Grove Speedway here in Pennsylvania. Um, it was the first time I had been to a drag strip since I was probably 12 or 13 with my mother at English Town, at Raceway Park in English Town, New Jersey. Um, I would go there for the monster truck shows, and they'd have drag racing too. But I'm not sure if any of those events were actually NHRA events or not. I don't really remember that clearly. But well over, you know, it's been over 15 years easy since I've been to an NHRA event or even drag racing. So I was super excited to go. It was about a two-hour drive for me through some beautiful, beautiful country, passed through um, where the Amish are, 
Didn't see any Amish, but I seen some horse and buggy crossing signs that I didn't even know existed because uh, I never spent much time down there. Uh, the event was amazing, um, especially going as an adult alone to kind of move about, my move my way through the event um, exactly the way I wanted to. Um, the, the thing about the NHRA, which is different than other motorsports, is that every ticket is a pit pass. So to go into that a little bit deeper, this means that with your ticket, you not only get to you know go to your stands, go to your seat, walk around the souvenir area, obviously, but the souvenir area is this one and the same as the pits, which is where um, the, the crew and the drivers hang around, work on the cars in between races. So th there's a lot of action down there. And you could get within five feet of the car as the crew is working on it. So that's something that I never really experienced before. Uh, most of the stock car racing I've gone to, the pits are closed off. You can't go in there. And whether it's that there would just be too many people there or, or that they're all trying to kind of keep secrets from one another, which is more of it than you may think. So I've never been really exposed to such a close quarters pit and um you know they, they start the cars up and everything and and the the dragsters and funny cars that race at these drag strips for the nhra burn a type of fuel called nitromethane that is brought to the crews in these big metal big metal cans you know big big drums um and then siphoned out tested and then put in the car so when you're standing in the pits close quarters with these cars that are basically jet engines, you know, just extremely souped up <coughs> car engines, um, and they when they start those suckers up, you just plumes of blue smoke just everywhere. And the crews, which is, is nice of them, and probably you know, for the fans and for themselves, have these big fans that blow the smoke away from where the people are standing. But that doesn't help when the car behind you is is starting up and, and warming up and their fans are all blowing their smoke right to you. And man, let me tell you like that, it's just automatic eye-watering when that um, exhaust hits your eyes. And there was one little instance when I was pretty close and um, I inhaled, I uh, got a good huff of it, and it burns. It, at least me, I'm sure my, my, my lungs, my virgin lungs are probably you know, not used to it because the crews weren't weird anything. The, the driver, um, when they put them in the car to warm the cars up, would put almost like a gas mask on um, instead of a helmet because they'd be getting right back out again. So if that doesn't, you know, tell you the story about how crazy it is to be standing there in front of these cars um, as a fan, you know, while they're revving them and exhaust is going everywhere. But it was unbelievable. It was, it was such a great experience. Um, the racing was great. Um, the cars, they shake the ground. Um, they're loud. It's exciting. Um, and this past weekend... Um, Probably due to the weather, which was which was a cool weather, and that it had rained a little bit. The track was cool, and when 
a racetrack is cool, it gives more grip to the race car. There's more grip to the tire, which means speeds go up. And that's just about with any form of racing. But um, I got to witness um, a record being set this weekend by um, Brittany Force, daughter of John Force. And um, we'll get into... We'll get into um, the drivers in a minute. But um, she broke a record at this track for speed and quarter mile time. I don't remember it and I can't find it here right in front of me. Uh, I should have thought to, to, to pull it up sooner. But um, to, to be able to be there and, and then on top of it, you know, witness a series record being broken... Uh, is is really cool, and with you know, just to go back to the um, to the pits for a second, you know, with the the close proximity of the the, the close proximity you're able to get to the cars, <clears throat> um, you're also able to get you know the drivers come out and and you could meet them, and unlike a lot of other motorsports, um, when you're in the pits, each driver has their own 8x10 of what they call a hero card. And what that is, is the front of the card is a picture of the driver in their car, usually. And the back is their stats, and maybe like a paragraph or two biography about their racing career, where they were born, and, and all that jazz. And they're just out. You, you, you could take one, um, they're free, and if you manage to meet a driver, then um, you get it signed. Which, you know, in most of my experience attending races is I've never experienced that. That was totally new to me. And I did get to meet um, John Force, which was such a highlight and a goal that I set before I even went to the event. I wanted to meet John Force, and for those who don't know, um, John Force is a 16-time Funny Car champion. Um, he just won his 150, 151st race at 70 years old. He's been racing since. I mean, he's been racing since wooden spoke wheels. And um, to meet him, and him kind of rib me, because I had a, a NASCAR hat on. So him to kind of poke some fun at me and, and have that little moment was really cool. And then, uh, not too long after that, uh, I got to meet his daughter, Brittany Force, who is a dragster driver. Um, also, the, the rail cars, you might know them as. And... Um, like I said before, she was the one who set the record, and what the record was was um, her pass. She did she did a race in three point six two three seconds, which is um, the quickest top fuel pass in NHRA history. Um, and I believe it doesn't say here. But I believe her speed at the line was um, 331 miles an hour. Here, just give me one second here. I'm gonna. It, um, it's gonna show it. Which 331 miles an hour? I was talking to um, 
Isaac the other day, and we deduced that that would take you across the country if you were to maintain that speed in about 10 hours. And the official speed was 332.5 miles an hour. That is fast. So overall, uh, it was an unbelievable event. I had the best time. Um, I was a very minimal NHRA and drag racing fan. Before this, I liked John Force. Um, I heard an interview with him on another podcast, the um, Dale Jr. Download, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Show. And I loved John Force's interview. I loved his energy. He's so much fun. And that sort of raised my interest in um, funny cars and drag racing and the NHRA. But then going there, they got a fan now. I'm in. Um, they got me. So, um, and even if you know, you're not into drag racing per se, you know, it's just such an experience to, to be that close to the cars and just be around. The people were cool. Um, and not to go too deep um, into this, but um, I go to a lot of races. I go to uh, go to short tracks, big tracks, dirt tracks, paved tracks, uh, and um, what was a very happy and pleasant surprise for me um, to be at Maple Grove Raceway among the fans at this event was the amount of diversity in the crowd. You know, I'm I'm not one to force diversity, but th- this was really nice. It was a very nice, pleasant surprise. You know, more than any other um, order racing event I've been to. Um, I don't look for these things, but I'm a noticer. I'm a people watcher. Um, I notice a lot of different things. I, I pick up on things, and it was a, a very happy, pleasant surprise. To see all sorts of folks at this event, and it only, you know, really made me enjoy it, enjoy it more. So, I'd recommend it. They classic cars all over the place um, to look at, take pictures with. Um, all sorts of um, uh, souvenir stands and interactive things you could do. Uh, they had this one thing at a, a Mopar trailer. Where you could sit in a car or on a motorcycle, and there's a big screen in front of you, and you could sit on the vehicle, which is attached to a stand, and make out that you're riding the motorcycle or driving the car. You know, a little bit of like a virtual reality kind of shtick. I didn't do it um, because I just, you know, you can only fit so much into one day, but it looked really cool. Um, so if you're in the Reading area. Um, or you're just looking for a road trip, Maple Grove Raceway is super fun. The staff is great. It's family-friendly. It's lone, weird, single-guy-friendly. It's bring-your-girlfriend-friendly. You know, it's it, it's it's a historic place, and I definitely um, recommend checking it out. So that's cool. Uh, moving on to the next topic real quick. I don't want... Uh, make you guys listen to just me for too long. I've um, got a lot of exciting new guests coming. I'm working on a lot of people. Um, it's taken a little doing. Um, this, uh, this project is still new. And 
You'll see. We'll see. I'm doing everything I can to keep this thing going and keep it growing. So there's a lot of cool new guests coming. Um, we got a couple of great visual artists coming up. Really good. Um, and even a couple of... I'm um, working on a couple of bigger names um, in the art world and in the film world. And also... Just in the spirit of talking about some racing, um, we might have a race car driver or two coming on. I'm working on it. Just keep trying to expand um, and get as many kind of unique, fun folks on this show as possible. And um, to close here, I'm about 21 minutes into this. I don't want this to be too long. This is going to just be a quick, quick shot episode. Um, I want to thank you folks for, for listening to the first 10, which were amazing, beautiful episodes. Um, I, I couldn't pick a favorite if I wanted to. Um, they're all unique and amazing. And those first 10 guests are the first step in what this podcast is going to be. And it's just going to keep, just going to keep, um, developing and evolving as I go um, so look I'm going to end it here on this note before I lose my energy and lose my confidence to um, continue to talk about myself which I hate to do um, so next episode next Thursday going to look forward to it we have some great guests coming up and um, thank you all for listening Check out the YouTube channel, Albert Shivers. Like, subscribe to it. Check out Instagram, which is simply at Albert Shivers. This is my Instagram. You could check out Isaac Wilson's Instagram, my sound guy, my savior of sound, Isaac Wilson. You could check out his Instagram is at WhenInZen, which is at um, when underscore in underscore zen. I hope I got that right. And, um, yeah, that's about it. You could find these links on Facebook. You could find links to the podcast on SoundCloud, archives.org, and, um, Apple Podcasts. Um, we're working on expanding that too. Um, I'm going to, next going to be trying to get this podcast on Spotify, um, just to broaden the audience even more. And um, just try to get as many eyeballs. That's what we're all after. Artists. All after eyeballs. We need them. We got to have them. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Be well. And thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Planet Shivers podcast. This production and others can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and archives.org. It can also be found with video content on the Albert Shivers YouTube channel. You can find even more content on Facebook at Albert Shivers Visual Artist and on Instagram at Albert Shivers. You can find Isaac Wilson's work on Instagram at WhenInZen. That's when underscore in underscore zen. Thank you again for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe.